The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you may hear do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, this is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. Welcome to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. We're here for you and we're ready to go. Let's do it. Good morning, Las Vegas. How are you doing? Happy Saturday morning, right? It's Saturday. It's Saturday. You want to know what, Rhonda? We are through August. We are. We're <laughs> mid, we, are we are midway through August. It is the 21st of August, a beautiful, bright Saturday morning. And the year is almost over. Okay, so guess what I did? I got I, I got a Peloton. You got a Peloton. I got a Peloton, right. That's fantastic. I, I got a Peloton, got on a bike. So they have all of these fabulous, fabulous groups. And I just started hitting buttons, right? So next thing I know, I got the HBCU group. I got the Howard group. I didn't see a Las Vegas group. I'm, I'm going to look for that next. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm riding, and I'm like, yo, people People ride. I mean, they really use this thing. Yes. When the pandemic hit last year, the sales of Peloton went through the roof because everyone ordered one for their home because they couldn't go out to the gym to exercise. Oh, my. And they have so many different platforms and everything else. I mean, I'm like four workouts in now. I can't wait because all my friends, they like 354 and and, and one one Somebody got a thousand. I'm like, okay. I'm not going to be overachiever on this. I'm going to take it one day at a time. Um, but I am so looking forward to the day my profile has, you know, at least at least a couple hundred. That's great. Workouts on it. But it it feels good to get up, work out in the house, maybe do something. It just changes your whole. It changes your energy. When it you, does. When you get up in the morning to work out, you 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 become clear. Become clear. And you can think about different things, whether it be personal or business. It does. It does. And I, I know I'm starting off slow with little 10-minute workouts because, you know, the, the little seat on it. Yeah, I had, I had to buy me a bigger seat. Yeah. But um, I'm loving it. I'll let y'all know next month if, if, if I'm still loving it. If I'm still <laughs> loving it, I'll let you know next month. But wanted to talk today because I was watching something, talking about entrepreneurs, and they came up with this term called solopreneur. Mm-hmm. A solopreneur. So not an entrepreneur, but a solopreneur. And then they were talking about marketing and sales. Mm-hmm. And we never really, let's talk about it. You know, marketing and sales. What's the difference between marketing and sales? Because you always hear those terms, things thrown out there. But what is the difference between marketing and sales? So if you have a business, let's just say I have a candle business and I make candles, and I have a little storefront business where I sell candles, and then I also sell them online through e-commerce. So marketing is the things I do to promote my my candles. Okay. It's where I advertise to let people know that I have these new scented candles available and where you can buy them. A, you can walk into my store in Town Square Mall, or you can buy them online and we'll send them to you. So that's so t- letting people, letting the consumers know where you can purchase your product is marketing. So is marketing also branding? It's a branding is a part of marketing. Branding is a part of marketing. Correct. So say okay, let's say with us. We we did different things to brand us. Mm-hmm. The name, um, the photo shoot, uh, just different, the conversations. That's the branding part and that's part of marketing, letting them know what time the, the radio show is coming on, what station. Got it. Sales. What is sales? 
So it depends on what your product is. So for my imaginary candle store, sales are the sales of the candles. Okay. So, you know, who are you selling to? Are you selling to individual consumers? Are you selling to businesses? Are you selling to hotels? Who? What's your customer base? You know, what's your customer do base? Do you have all those people? You know, do you sell to all those people and you have different, you know, streams of income from selling said candles? So, so that's what sales is. And so then in, in terms of sales and you have a candle store, you have to determine you know, a monthly budget. How much money do I need to make to keep my business open and running? And how much money do I need to make to keep my life running? So you would give yourself a budget and you would do the math to figure out how many candles I have to sell each month to make it happen. And then from knowing those numbers, you build a marketing plan or a strategy to determine how am I going to sell 100 candles a month? Where am I going to advertise to get 100 candles a month? To get people to see that I am selling these candles. So basically, even though they're separate, well, you just hit marketing, sales, and then my part is the budgeting accounting. All those things then work together. Correct. In order for you to be a successful business. That's correct. So this part of the business is working on the business. That's correct. Working on the business, which we talk about all the time. It's the difference between working on your business and working in your business. Because all of us have the same number of hours every week. And mm -hmm. I know for me, I spend a lot of time working on my business. Actually, I spend probably more time working on my business than in my business. Mm -hmm. And hiring employees, they're working in the business. Right. They're working in the business. I'm working on it to make sure that we are productive and you're right so the marketing then the sales accounting all right so this is let's talk with lee and rhonda and i am leah crawford and i'm rhonda nolan and we're so happy to be here with you today on this bright saturday morning yes we are and wanted to get really into that because i think that a lot of us miss that mm -hmm. we miss that we, we miss that key we open up we open up said door spend all this money for a build out and we do all these fabulous things nobody comes in the door right because nobody knows you're there Right. Because, you know, we always talk about this in your marketing plan, you touch on your I mean, in your business plan, you touch on your marketing plan and then you have a separate marketing plan to take you through your whole year. So you sit down and think about what are some of the goals I want to um, uh, meet this particular year and you put together a plan of how to make it happen. And so what really happens is that when people open up businesses, when they do their business plan and they do their overall budget, they forget to put in money. For, for advertising mar and they marketing. Do. They do. They forget. They, they forget. I have to market and promote my business. But they, they on that line item, they have nothing. You know, and people really think I can just open up. And people going to come. And people going to come. They're not going to come. They're not going to come. They're not going to come. I mean, your you friends promise. might come. Your you friends promise. and family will come because they'll come. You'll have, you know, you'll have a day where you'll invite them to come. But here's where the networking comes in as well because okay. you need, in my opinion, if you open up a business, whether it's storefront or online, you need to be part of a chamber of commerce. So there are many chamber of commerce here in Las Vegas. There's a the Las Vegas chamber of commerce, the urban chamber of commerce, the Asian chamber of commerce, the Latin chamber, the Latin chamber of commerce, chamber of the commerce, women's commerce, women's chamber, right. the African commerce. So it's a whole bunch of, <laughs> whole right. bunch of organizations. And depending upon what your business is, you know, you should at least pick one. But if your business crosses over all those demographics, then I would join a couple of them. So what I did was, and um, I've, I've been bad about this because understanding branding, you are your brand. You are your brand. You are your brand. You're the face of your brand. You are the face of your brand. And business cards. Mm -hmm. Because for two years, I didn't have business. I know I'm saying it out loud now. For two years, I didn't have business cards because I was changing the logo. And me trying to push myself to change the logo, I figured I wasn't going to buy business cards. 
biggest mistake I made. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm noticing now, like everywhere I go, so when we go out, basketball games, football, you never know who you're going to meet. That's never right. know who you're going to come across. And I think we missed some opportunities, especially with the place we just went, just handing out business cards. We did. And, and, and I missed that opportunity because I didn't have my big purse. Uh, as you know, <laughs> when you go to sporting events here in Las Vegas and everywhere in the world, when you go into these arenas, they no longer allow you to carry big handbags and, and, and backpacks and things of that nature. You so we need to pack purse. up a clear purse. Right. So you have to have a clear. Now, they want you to have a clear, clear purse, really. And if you don't have a clear, they at least want you to have a small camera sized purse. So with that being said, when we went to said event last weekend, we uh, forgot our business cards and we met all kinds of people. All kinds of people. That we could have given our cards out to, to to market and promote our business. And so you're right. So rule number one, small business people, always have your business cards ready and in your wallet, your purse or your business card holder because you never know who you're going to meet. Never know who you're going to meet and make sure that your business cards has, you know, that they have different information on them because I know even in creating a business card, that was that was that was challenging, right? Mm-hmm. Because first step is picking out a logo, and when you are going to a designer, they send you so many things that just sitting. I mean, it's it's oh, you're overwhelmed with information, mm-hmm. and just being able to pick. Okay, I want this one, but just know that you're not stuck with that one, right? You can change it, but I mean, I know for me, I know it's some. I try not. To, I try to stay consistent mm-hmm. with it so that it is something that you can. When you look at it, it it brings to mind. I think about the big M's with McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see those large M's, my son couldn't read, and he knew when he saw McDonald's because of the logo, the logo, right, the logo. So when you're starting your business, it's so important to make sure you have a, a great name for your business, but to make sure you have a great logo, and to make sure you have a great website and business cards, because all of those go together, and all of those line items have to be in your overall budget. You have to know what that costs and what the monthly fee is for, you know, your web hosting site and all that fun stuff. So you have to really, really do your research when you're putting your budget together to determine how much money you need to be in business. But you absolutely need those little things. And the website. Okay, so I'm not gonna lie to you. The website thing is my Achilles heel. Because I've had a website mm-hmm. for a decade. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you how many people. I, I have, And that was one thing I said I was going to work on during the pandemic. But I started doing some other things. But as soon as November hits, I'm going to go full-fledged into the website. Because the website can work. It, it can It can work. link everything up and it can really work. You can put together campaigns uh, to drive business to your websites. And then if you want to know, you know how much business is coming there, you can go to Google Analytics and Google Analytics will tell you exactly how many people visited your website, what the, what their demographics are, what part of the world they're in, and the whole nine. So if you, because that's really part of marketing, that's a marketing function. Uh, and if you don't feel comfortable doing that, there are companies that can help you with that. You know, so but yeah, if you if you're selling a product, and especially an e-commerce product, and you're driving business to your website, you want to know if the messaging you're putting out is effective. Got it. And you have to measure if it's effective by said by the analytics and all the other things. And you want to be able to analyze it because you want to know if the dollars that you're spending makes a return on them. Exactly. When you place ads on Facebook and Instagram and all those places, you want to see, uh, you know, how much money did you spend on these ads and what's my return on investment? You know, if I spent $100 on these ads, did I sell $100 worth of candles? You know, or did I sell $200 worth of candles? You know, uh, 
did did it make sense for me to advertise? Did it make sense for me, or did uh, it, or uh, did that advertisement mediums? make yeah. sense? Did that messaging make sense? Did that to messaging the make sense? To the com- did it mm. did it make them want to come and visit my website? I to see consumers, what, right, right? The consumers. But did did the, did the campaign make consumers drive consumers to my website to make a purchase? Or did did the consumers did I did I drive consumers into my my um my storefront you know with a special coupon to get you know twenty five percent off you know on their order of candles you know got it so yeah and then we were talking about I mean I was watching a video and they were talking about sales and they were like you know everybody says I'm not a salesperson I'm not a salesperson I'm not a salesperson but you are you are a salesperson and and if you look at it when you were in as a baby you were a salesperson as a, a child in school and let me give you the example they were like if you went over and you made you a new friend you were a salesperson right because you got this person to talk to you engage you i mean some of your childhood friends still talk to them you were a salesperson you know and they brought up if you ever got married you convinced somebody to marry you <laughs> you are a salesperson so we are sales and i think that we when we think about sales we think about that you know the the, the the shady car salesman right and that's not it it's 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 relationships it's building because people buy from people they know and they like and as entrepreneurs we always have to have our two minute elevator pitch available right so when we're out and about networking and people say hey what do you do for a living or what does your company do we should be able to tell them in two minutes what our company does I and spark some seconds. interest 30 seconds because you should leave them wanting more you should that, that's you should right. leave them wanting more and so i teach a class and we teach people how to do elevator pitches and to make sure they have the right information okay, in so their pitch. Okay, so when is the class? Oh, well, I... I um, well, when the class comes up again, please let us know when the class is I so will. that we can... So people can come because I think that that's very, very important because you are your... Because you're in your skin. You know you. You're your brand. You, you are. You are your brand. So what does your brand say about you? And in addition to that, you have to train your workers also. So you have to train your employees on who your company is, what is your mission and value statement. Mission, vision, what, and value statement. Exactly. What services do you provide? What what do those services cost? You know, so you have to educate. Now, you have to not only educate yourself, but you have to educate your employees because they're your mouthpiece. They are your marketing people. Because if they love working for you and they love the it products shows. that you're selling, but it, it shows. shows. It and shows. they go out and tell other people. Well, the thing about <laughs> it is I want to give kudos because Brenda is my office manager and Brenda... People tell me all the time. People try, try to um, hire Brenda. They try to steal Brenda They try to steal you. Brenda all the time from me. <laughs> and Brenda, Brenda's always like, no, because it's a good flow. It's an easy flow. And even when challenges happen, we're able to communicate through it. It's funny. I've, I don't think I've ever discussed with her our mission, vision, and value statement. But it shows in our everyday action our client is first. And mm-hmm. we care about each individual clients like a boutique type of right. service. Mm-hmm. Um, you have our attention while you're in there. We're not... We're not, you know, every we, we're not you have we have to see somebody every 20 minutes in order to meet a number. Right. We are build the relationship and the money will come because a happy client tells a few other people, but a disgruntled client tell everybody, tell everybody, <laughs> tells everybody. And we've worked hard um, and we've had some some disgruntled clients. We've had some happy. Well, we have had some happy clients. But what I can say is we take the time to understand where you are and to talk to you and and listen, mm-hmm. listen, and not just listen to respond, but listen to really understand, okay, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. How can I improve on the service? Because mine is a service industry. I don't have a product right. that you get the candle and the wick wasn't there or something like, or it didn't smell the way you thought it was going to smell. Right. Mine is a personal 
service. Mm -hmm. And with personal and professional services, it is all about the relationship. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have to keep notes to remember, said person bought a house, said person bought a car, this person is going through a divorce, this person just had a baby, this person, you know, family member just died. And for us, like when we find out, Brenda, send out condolences. We got, well, we got a whole office full of cars. Just show our clients that we appreciate you because all of you help us to live our life. That's right. And our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, I marketing, sales, marketing, sales. Are there any tips you can give? How much money? I'm, I'm creating my initial budget, starting up. How much money should I put in for? Um, I mean, just, just low end. So basically, when you do your budgets quarterly and you come up with how much money you believe you're going to make, you should take 20% of that and use for marketing and advertising. So whatever that number is, 20% should be set aside, and that's what you should use as your budget to guide you. And let me just say, each business is different because one of the businesses I have, to be quite honest with you, I I don't advertise for that business, um, not in a big way. I advertise kind of locally in that business, but basically for that particular business, I get a lot of word of mouth customers. So customers that I've done business with and companies, I keep getting repeat business, number one, so I know I'm doing a good job. But number two, when they tell someone else about me and what I've done for them, uh, that's how I, I get my business. So I don't for, for that particular business, I don't have to spend a large amount of money to advertise it. And see, that's what I did with my business to start. My business was strictly word of mouth. Mm-hmm. It was word of mouth. And like I said, when you provide a good service that people can count on, mm-hmm. they definitely time and time again, they keep on coming back and coming back and coming back. And I know I was in business... I want to say 10 years before we started doing the radio shows, mm-hmm. before we really got out there and started advertising. And we were offering a bunch of services because not only do we do taxes, business and personal, we do doc prep. So we can create your LLCs. Um, we set up nonprofits. We also, you know, people that have um, their nonprofits revoked, we help them get reinstated. Um so we do we, we do a lot of things. Now we're also doing notary services. We're mobile notaries and we're also, you know, signing agents now. So we do a bunch of services there and with small business owners just to ensure that we are taking care of you working on your business mm-hmm. and working with you, your growth plan. Okay, so you say you want to retire in 10 years. Well, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. How do you get there? You know, working with, I know, with um, with the real estate show on this station, you know, building wealth through equity. You know, we talk about that a lot. And mm-hmm. and how do you do that? You know, insurance, same way. You know, how what type of insurances do you have on your business? And those are the conversations that we have. And then try to take you to the right person right. so that you can um, do that. I know with the SBA loan, people realized they needed risk. I think it was risk risk insurance or um, property damage insurance or mm-hmm. some type Hazard of insurance. Hazard insurance. insurance. Had have, you had to show when you receive your idle loan, uh, after you received your loan, you know, months later, they came back and said, hey, we need to see your hazard insurance. We need to see hazard, your policy. Well, not only that, because I had a client, um, I didn't realize that I had my policy already had hazard, hazard insurance in it. And when I looked at the policy, it was a whole lot more stuff in there. I was like, oh, <laughs> got it. You know, and then workers comp. Having employees, you got to have workers' comp insurance. You yep. have to have workers' comp insurance. Mm-hmm. And if you have contractors, people say, well, I'm, I'm, I have 1099 employees. Well, check to see if you need workers' comp insurance for those 1099 employees. Because if they don't have the proper documentation, you got you to gotta pay on those as well. So learning all of those things from being in business all of these years and just knowing who to ask 
the questions because if somebody tells me no, all I say is, you know, well, you don't need that. Tell me why I don't need it. Mm -hmm. Or if I do need it, tell me why I do need it. But more importantly, show me the legislation because when the governmental officials come in there, I need to have proof of why I do or why I don't need it. Right. And I need to be able to show them that this is my interpretation of what I did. Mm -hmm. And what I learned, the best practice is just insure. I'm I'm, I'm up to my eyeballs in insurance because <laughs> I, don't, I don't want no trouble. I don't want no drama. You know, I've dealt with workers' comp. I've dealt with the IRS for myself and for clients. And knowing that being in compliance is so much easier. It really is. It's it, so it, much easier. And it's cheaper. It, right. It sure is. It's a lot cheaper. And one of the things I want to stress to the small business owners out there is take care of your people. Because if you take care of your employees, they they'll take, care, take of care of you. All right. Well, my name is Leah Crawford. I'm Rhonda Nolan, and you're listening to Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. And we are just talking about, you know, marketing and sales and all the little things you need to have to market and promote yourself and network. And we're talking about the value of your employees. People who took good care of their employees right here in Las Vegas knew how well they were doing when the pandemic was over and it was time for those people to come back to work. Hmm. So if you... So good care of your people, you got employees. You had If you took good care of your people, when you opened back up for business, your people came back for, to work. If you did not take good care of your people, they may or may not have come back to work. So always remember that. I know my, like I said, my Brenda. Yeah, we ain't going nowhere. We cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we lasted through the, I mean, no, through because I, and, and she said, you know, Lee, I'm just grateful that during the pandemic, I still have a job. I was like, we, I didn't realize, again, knowing where to go to get the information. Right. Accounting businesses were essential. Mm -hmm. We were essential. And I was like, oh, who knew? Essential or non-essential. And I was wondering why during the pandemic, every the the attorneys and stuff downtown, offices were open. We were open. Um, social distancing. And I was like, don't let nobody in the building. We got to figure out how to do everything virtually. Right. Which pushed us to grow because now I'm using more. Um, we're doing a lot more stuff virtually, which allows us. To have clients all over the country. That's right. So it's, I mean, it's it's worked out in um in our favor. You know, this this thing was bittersweet, mm -hmm. and the sweet part of it, it pushed me to really look at my business model, see how I can maintain. But in all actuality, I grew. Right. And for some uh, small business owners, uh, this was a time to think about what other businesses you want to open mm -hmm. to diversify your funds. Mm -hmm. So if you just have one business and you're only getting one check and the pandemic, you know, kind of puts you out of business for a little bit, what other business do you have or what other business can you come up with to make sure you have another stream of income so that you can stay in business <laughs> and be able to feed your family? I understand that. Well, I am Leah Crawford. I am Rhonda Nolan. And we are Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. And again, we are just going over again, just the business essentials. These are some, some foundational basic things but as I say if you want a, a, a nice house you got to have a strong foundation you want a good relationship it has to have a strong foundation these are foundational things that you do for your business especially if you're thinking about it you know this new term I heard solopreneur you know you're out there you want to be an entrepreneur you you want to do you you, you want to go in business but people always say you know well nobody ever taught me how to be in business that's why we're having these conversations so that we can start to talk about it, to jog your memory. You know, your phone. Back in the day, you had to go to the library. Right now, you got a whole library in your hand. That's right. You know, you can Google. Things are Googleable. You know, you can Google stuff and you can find out, you know, almost anything you want to know 
by typing in some keywords. Ask Siri. You know, Siri's smart. Ask Siri. Siri's very smart. Siri's very smart. Um, again, I am Leah Crawford. I am Rhonda Nolan, and this is Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. And we are at KUNV Radio 91.5 right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. But I want to say you want to thank you. Thank you to our engineers. You know, these guys are the the best. Um, just meeting us, being able to host our show. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you. We really appreciate you. Rhonda, I got a quote for you. to go. I, I want to know in our last couple of minutes what you think about this. Okay. And one day she started living the life she imagined. She got out of her own way and amazing things start to happen for our entrepreneurs. What's one thing you can tell them that they need to do to get out of their own way? Hire other people to be part of your team. You don't know everything. You know a lot. I don't know everything. You don't know everything. I really? I'm not. I, I, look here. I got, I got a crystal ball. I don't know everything. You do not know everything. Hire the correct professionals to help you with your business. That means accountants, bookkeepers, lawyers, uh, you know, marketing consultants, business consultants. Remember, the presidents have a team. They have a cabinet. A cabinet. And when there's a big decision to be made, they go and talk to the team. And the team weighs in on what we should or should not do. And then the president makes up his mind what direction he wants to go in. But he just doesn't go in there hot and just says, hey. I'm doing this. Push the button. <laughs> exactly. I'm mad at so-and-so. We, they, uh. I didn't like them. I'm pushing the button. We're going to war. They don't. It doesn't work like that. So make sure you have a strong foundation. A good team. Yeah, a good team. A make good sure team. you have a mentor. Oh, my God. You need a mentor. You need to but have... But where would I find this mentor? Mentors could be um, older people in the same business you're in, okay. in other cities or states or right here. They could be professors from when you went to undergraduate or grad school. I didn't go to school. You didn't go to school? Well, you know what? You just have to make friends with other businesses, period. You know, get to know other entrepreneurs. You know, kind of talk about some of the things that you go through as a business owner, and they can help you out. There's plenty of people to talk to. And if not, you know, you can gather information online. Like you said, you can go to Google, and if there's a question about something, you can put it in, and Google will ask you, or Google will guide you to a book or person that can help you. And that's I'm so funny you say that, because I have a mentor I have a, um, a train. Well, that's something different. A mentor, a trainer. I have a coach. I have a, um, I have my tribe, my girl tribe that is amazing. And I like the way that even though we all are in different industries, we all push each other right. to be our best selves. Mm-hmm. And we cheer each other on. It's mm-hmm. not, a, oh, she's doing this. It is a matter of, no, yes, she's doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're proud for, you know, we're proud of each other. We're I mean, just encouraging each other. And when we have hard things happen, we can have a conversation and think through it strategically. Like, okay, so if we're at A, how do we get to Z? All right, so if we skip to D, we might have to, you know, somebody, you sure we can skip to D without doing B and C? You know, just how do we do this? And I love the fact that all of us do different things. We bring a a, a variety of information and we always work together to get to where we need to go. We sure do. So you got to have a strong team. Also, if you just need basic help, I believe um, the SBA has a program called SCORE. They have SCORE, yep. Yep, SCORE. Get a SCORE mentor. You can get a SCORE mentor. It costs you nothing. And they are, they, they, they try to match you up with someone that's seasoned in your arena. And then I know that they have different classes like um, Urban Chamber of Commerce has um, Ducks in a Row or they have Next Level different things to help you as an entrepreneur 
to meet different entrepreneurs, meet different people. I know I teach a class, but I also take classes. Mm -hmm. And I like taking beginner's classes because mm -hmm. you get a different perspective with young minds that, that, that are just starting because they aren't tainted. It's like right. talking to children. Right. That's why I like talking to kids because kids have a different, just a different approach on just what they think differently. And you're like, oh, well, I never thought about it like that. Mm -hmm. you know. And when you're open, and again, being seasoned, somebody called me, they were like, yeah, you know, you're an OG in this. And I'm like, no. No, I'm 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 just getting started. I I I, I ain't get I ain't hit my stride yet. I'm just getting started. <laughs> We're just almost getting started. There. Almost there. Almost there. Well, you wanna know what Rhonda, this is going to end our show for today. And um until next month again, we will come up with another interesting topic. But again, marketing, sales guys, look it up, get into it. You are your brand and you can if you can see it, you can be it. Definitely can have it. Fantastic. So it's been wonderful speaking with you today, Las Vegas. I'm Rhonda Nolan. And I'm Leah Crawford. And you have been listening to Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda on KUNV Radio. Please have a wonderful, wonderful Saturday. Do not forget to exercise. And drink some water. And drink plenty of water. It's hot out there. It's hot out there. See you next month. All right. Bye. bye. You have been listening to a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you heard do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education.